Hey there, it's me, your money, and welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? Happy almost Valentine's Day. You know what they say, love is in the air. Na, 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 na. And so is the smell of overpriced chocolates and flowers. But let's be real, not all couples are created equal. You know, there's the newlyweds who are still in the honeymoon phase who think that every day is Valentine's Day. They're holding hands, staring into each other's eyes, and making everyone else feel single and lonely. They likely don't have kids yet. Then there's the long-term couples who've been together for so long that they've forgotten why they started dating in the first place. But they still, you know, they make an effort for Valentine's Day because they don't want to be the first one to break the tradition, right? Then there's the couples who are so in love, they don't need a holiday to express their feelings. They just do it all year round. These couples who really make us all hope that love really is real. So no matter what kind of couple you are, Maybe this Valentine's Day, you, no matter, you know, how you celebrate, you really nourish your relationship and talk about a risque topic all while remembering, you know, love is all you need. And, you know, maybe a bottle of wine, maybe some chocolates, bouquet of flowers, you know, a must for Valentine's Day is cinnamon hearts. Like if I don't get cinnamon hearts, I don't care about anything else. I don't need chocolates, flowers. You know, we barely even go out on Valentine's Day. We're that, you know, in-between couple. Like we kind of still do something, but, you know, we've been together for, I don't even know, 19 years now. So yeah, it's kind of just a thing. But God help him if he doesn't bring home cinnamon hearts, all I request. So, you know, maybe the the wine will get these conversations flowing. So what is the risque topic, you ask? Well, I know you're probably thinking like, oh, where is she going? Well, it's money. It's, it's money because money, you know, is considered a taboo topic in relationships, but talking openly and honestly about your finances with your spouse is crucial to the health and success of your partnership. Because let's face it, money plays a significant role in our daily lives and can have a major impact on our plans and dreams. So by discussing your financial goals, budgets, and spending habits, you can avoid the misunderstandings, and work together to achieve financial stability and security. Good communication about anything in your relationship is good, but good communication about money can also strengthen your bond and help you grow and support each other as individuals and as a couple. So don't shy away from the topic. Have open and honest conversations. This is where, you know, maybe maybe the wine will help. You know, about money with your spouse and you will, I promise you, you will watch your relationship thrive. So, you know, we're talking about it today. We're talking about it. Let's talk about money, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about bleep, bleep. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. You don't like, come on, this is PG, guys. I'm not going there. But You know, we can maybe bleep finances because it is a taboo topic, but finances with your spouse is an important for so many reasons, right? First, it helps to ensure that both partners are on the same page 
with regards to their financial goals, aspirations, and spending habits. This can help to avoid, like I said, any misunderstandings or conflicts that may arise in the future. Next, you know, discussing finances can also help to create a budget and set your financial priorities. This can help both partners to make informed decisions about how they use their money and to ensure that they are working towards common financial goals. So, you know, saving for retirement, paying off debt. By working together, couples can, you know, find ways to reduce expenses and increase their overall financial stability. So you're probably like, where do we even start? How do we open this dialogue. So guess what, guys? We're going to give you like top 10 financial questions you should be discussing with your partner. So, you know, crack that favorite bottle of wine open and ask. Here's the top 10. You can write these down. You can just like put them on your phone and pretend like you're so smart and you're starting these conversations. But here are conversations around money that you should be discussing with your partner, either as you enter into a relationship if you are that long-standing couple that have been together for 19 years and you only require cinnamon hearts, yep, that's me, then, you know, still a great option to go through these and touch base with each other. So let's start. One, what are our long-term financial goals, right? Pretty easy question to discuss. You can write them down together. You can create a vision board. You can manifest them together, whatever you desire, but you both should have a conjoined or like Joined. That sounds weird, like as if I'm talking about conjoined twins. But you should have a coupled plan on what your long-term financial goals are. Okay? So question one, check. Two, how do we plan to save for retirement? So if you're like you know, in the honeymoon phase, you're just starting out your relationship or your marriage or whatever it might be, you know, how do you plan to fund your retirement? What do you want to do in retirement, right? That goes, again, to your long-term financial goals. Maybe you want to travel. You want to live outside of Canada and outside of the cold for six months out of the year. So those all need to be discussed because how you plan to live in retirement will help you plan to save for retirement. Question three, what is our budget for monthly expenses? Have you sat down together? Is one more inclined to do the budgeting and managing the finances? The answer is likely yes, but maybe it's okay to once a year. Maybe your Valentine's Day tradition is going to be, you know, um, over spreadsheets and wine and chocolate and I don't know, maybe a romantic movie. I don't know. But, you know, this is a good opportunity for you to say, okay, like, what are we actually pulling in? What are we spending per month? And what do we want to do this month, right? Like maybe, you know, this month you want to take a trip or maybe you want to buy something um, that's usually outside of your monthly expenses. So budget together and plan out the next couple of months. We're, we're almost, we're almost in spring. So, you know, maybe you want to travel a little bit more then. Question number four, how much emergency savings do we have if you have any at all? Have you planned together about what were to happen if somebody, you know, God forbid, was unable to work or there was a reason why you were emergency dipping into a savings account? Where are you pulling them from? Where have you set one up? Where is something that you can kind of rely on if you were put into a situation where you needed to pull from? Which obviously we really don't hope you have to, but, you know, it's always better to plan for the worst and have the cushion versus, you know, you're in a situation and you're feeling kind of like, now what? There's always somebody to help you, just FYI to know. But 
Question five, what is our plan for paying off debt? This is super fun one, right? So what is your plan together? Have you created joint debt? Do you have separate debt? Have you created a plan to reduce your debt? Maybe this all ties into question number two, like in your retirement, you don't want to be carrying any further debt into these retirement years. So what do you got to do now to make sure you can help capitalize on those future long-term retirement goals? Number six, how do we prioritize and divide financial responsibilities? Now, this is a great one because, you know, I mentioned previously in uh, the last couple of questions is like there is likely one person that is managing everything, right? So I'm not saying it's always like that, but there is probably one that takes on more of the financial responsibility. So I think it's important that you're both involved in it and you're both kind of looking at what you can do together and how you can divide and prioritize your financial responsibilities. Maybe one is in charge of budgeting. Maybe one is in charge of setting up a savings account, right? Like these are things that you need to discuss together in order to create the most efficient plan for you. Okay, number seven. Now this one, you know, maybe this is for the early honeymooners. What are our plans for buying a home? Are you guys currently renting? Is there something that you can work towards on purchasing a home? Are you maybe waiting for your home to be built? Do you own a home? Maybe you want to buy a new home, right? Like if you're in a home, maybe you want to buy a new home. My husband, we went to my cousin's house. They're like in the honeymoon stage, 20 something. They just moved into their new house and it's like new and pretty and like updated. And our house is only 10 years old, but you know, like it looks different. Because, you know, three kids have lived through there. And, you know, we both came home and we're like, oh, I want floors like that. I want a nicer kitchen like that, right? So, you know, maybe our plan is purchasing another home. So always having a conversation on, you know, what is the next step? Are we going to buy? Are we going to rent? Are we going to sell and buy a new home? But this is always kind of like a relevant question to be having in your conversation together. Number eight. Okay, so... How do we plan to pay for children's education? So my husband and I had this conversation way before we even had kids, right? So you're you're a little naive about the expenses that kids actually do bring. Um, but we always said, because we both paid for our school and uh, we paid off our school and it was great and it was such a great feeling. And we've always said, you know, we'll put aside money into an RESP, but we're not going to tell our kids that we did that so that they feel like they have to earn and contribute to their education when they have one. Now, it's funny because, you know, you have kids and like the first little bit just feels like a blur, but we had to kind of stop and revisit and be like, oh my God, we need to like set up an RESP for our kids and put some money towards an education. Because, you know, guys, I have twins and, you know, those twins are double the expense for everything in life. So double a birthday expense, double a at clothing, like everything, everything is double. So they're going to be going to school at the same time. So that is double the cost of tuition for us. So, you know, it's really important to have these conversations together on what is your plan? What is your strategy? Do you want to open an RESP? Do you plan on funding your kid's education? Are you going to make them work for it? But all conversations you should be having together because you're going to make the decisions together. Number nine, what is our investment strategy? Great one. All again, ties into the beginning. What are our long-term financial goals? How do we plan to save for retirement? Do we have an emergency savings? All of that ties into your investment strategy. 
You should have kind of a broken down kind of goals, right? You should have your short-term goals, medium goals, and long-term goals. So how does that work into an investment strategy? Do you have an investment advisor together? Is it maybe time that you go and sit with one and have an open and honest conversation about where your financial picture is? And the last one, it's super fun. And I know like, you know, you can have all the conversations in the world about this, but when push comes to shove and you're actually in it, it might be a little bit different, but how are we going to handle unexpected expenses or financial setbacks, right? So obviously sometimes we just have those conversations when we're in the situation, but maybe it's good to have a conversation about, you know, how would we handle this? Like what if worst case scenario this happened, how would we rebound from it? Where are we going to pull money from? How are we going to get through these kind of setbacks that might be happening? So At the end, you know, like those were your top 10 questions. I'm sure you can have more. Maybe these questions are going to spawn out further conversations. But at the end of it, talking about finances can help to increase the trust and build a stronger relationship between partners. Again, openly discussing financial issues, couples can develop a deeper understanding of each other's values and priorities and work together to create a financial plan that meets their joint needs and aspirations. This can help to ensure, you know, that both partners feel secure and confident about their financial future. You know, February is not only about Valentine's and sweethearts. Instead, it really can also be a month for self-love, self-care, fostering your relationships with family and friends and loving others and loving yourself, right? So we're here to be your financial sidekick. You can always come in. We can go through all these 10 questions together with an advisor. That is also a great plan. If you feel we're talking about it with each other and finding that banking BFF, because again, we're here full of advice and encouragement and provide you things you can do to help you feel your best and have some fun at the same time. We truly believe that self-knowledge and understanding of your financial picture really helps to empower you to make better financial decisions and have a positive relationship with money as a couple, as an individual, all encompassing. We want you to recognize your worth and help you enjoy life to its fullest and beyond so you can have the experiences you've always wanted to do. So we are here for you. Again, we encourage you to get in touch with us anytime, whether it's with a question about our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer some burning financial questions. Maybe we can be your couple mediator, whatever you feel like is going to work best for you. After all at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you found value through this podcast. We are on all the social channels. So please snap a photo of this podcast, tag us and share us on your channels so we can help get the word out. Don't forget, you can always, always, always connect with us at Tandia.com. And we'll link that in the show notes. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you.